listening to Together with Dr. Jay and Ruby, a podcast about relationships and other stuff. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Together with Dr. Jay and Ruby. I am your host, Dr. Jay, and with me is my co-host, Ruby. <laughs> All right. It, well, you know, I pray and hope that you guys had a wonderful week. It was a busy one for us, but we are here and excited to be able to share another episode with uh, you all again let me ask you to share our podcast let your friends know let your family know put it on your social media whatever platforms you are using please uh, do that also uh, as you go on apple or any of those uh, providers please do um, rate our podcast It'll allow us an opportunity to know how we are doing and be able to improve, you know, to see if there's anything else that we need to add or take away or anything like that. But, you know, invite your friends. And uh, also our website is running. Uh, I was able to get in contact with the provider and there was just a couple items that were wrong on the IP end of stuff and it has been fixed so you can go to togetherjoined.com and you can subscribe on there you can also reach out to us you can send us an email uh, let us know where you're listening from and suggestions any comments uh, are always welcome so thank you again Uh, today we want to talk about uh, you know I really wanted I was considering how we should move forward and I was thinking about living together, but, you know, living together is, is such a broad um, subject that I thought, you know, maybe the emotions of of that, you know, because once again, you know, you, you have two worlds, two different worlds that are coming together under one roof and are trying and attempting to make a life together. And no question that challenges Uh, will come up differences will be there and challenges will come up i think if you start off with like being open-minded not having like unrealistic expectations of your spouse that that goes a long way and just uh, always keeping in mind that you're on the same team and be willing to help the other person patience compassion all that does help right it, it does. I mean, it, it, the you have to be considerate uh, to each other. I think most problems in marriages stem from the the unrealistic expectations or not understanding uh, your partner, not understanding your wife, your husband, and really taking it personal. Again, you know, we we say this quite a bit, but you're on the same team. If you're married. You're on the same team. You you should be able to set goals together and be able to uh, talk about where you are going and how you're going to get there. Yeah, but also trying to enjoy the moment, live for today, working towards the future, but also trying to enjoy the moments as they come up. I've learned and realized that life is, is about memories, pretty much. 
that's about it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. weddings and quinceañeras and birthdays and special gatherings. You know, you, you look back on the pictures, the videos, and I often wonder where did the time go? Do we enjoy it? You know, it's just capturing those moments. Because mm. today we'll worry about today. You should only be concerned about today, but tomorrow we shouldn't worry about it too much. Like the Bible says, it has enough worry of its own. But we we do tend to live there often in the worry area, the worry arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's part of being a human. You know, there's a measure of anxiety that always mm-hmm. comes in and, mm-hmm. and worry. And fear. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. Especially, you know, when you have children. Mm-hmm. And now it's not just you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you, you're caring for someone else, another human. <laughs> it's scary, yeah. They don't come with a manual. Right. Wish they did. There's books out there that help. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, But all the kids are different. Yeah, and you just learn as you go. Right. And, you know, we, we have our four children, and what worked with one of them doesn't work with the other one. Right. It's, it, it's something, you know. But, you know, as my wife was saying, you know, we, we really need to enjoy, not just enjoy the moment but enjoy each other mm-hmm. i think that's what makes marriage last is that you are able to enjoy each other and enjoy the fruit you know of your labor you know enjoy your children mm-hmm. enjoy time with mm-hmm. them spend time together mm-hmm. <clears throat> i think liking the other person helps because <laughs> you just you have to enjoy each other's company if you don't that's probably a red flag yeah. Well, you know, if you're married, <laughs> I hope that you like each other. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the hope. Yeah. That's probably not always the case in every marriage. Yeah. And I think that it has an effect because obviously they got together because there were some strong emotions that united them. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was. Uh, I know, love you. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and those emotions uh, are there and mm-hmm. you, you have to learn mm-hmm. to like each other because of those uh, strong emotions. Yeah. <clears throat> what happens often is that one does something, you know, that they're maybe used to doing uh, and the other person may uh, become angry about it, may be upset and or hurt. And, and I think that's where the problems uh, then begin mm-hmm. because there's not a, a clear line or an open line of communication. Uh, I, I think especially early on in marriage where you're really trying to know each other, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you don't want to be offensive to each other. You don't want to tell the other person, you know, I don't like the way you made that or I don't like the way you put that over there. And, you, you know, it, because they're so so many different so many differences that we each bring into the relationship Mm -hmm. that you know to speak against something that the other person has Mm -hmm. or does uh, may bring about a hurt yeah once you get out of that honeymoon stage you know yes things are going to irk you about the other person but working through that and being patient Trying not to be stubborn about certain habits that you may have, you know, like leaving the toothpaste in the sink after you brush your teeth. I didn't know that irked you (laughs) until you told me. (laughs) You didn't tell me for a while, and I didn't realize that. I was like, okay, I'll clean it. And then 
I guess one thing I appreciate about you is you didn't leave your clothes on the floor, your socks, you know, you pick up after yourself. Yeah. I, I think the Navy helped with all that. Yeah. <laughs> but just relaying nicely what irks you or bothers you about the person, the other person shouldn't be that sensitive either. Mm-hmm. Or offended, easily offended. Right. And again, um, you're doing it because you're together. You're, yeah. you're, you're a team. Well, you're trying to be, I guess, partici- being a good participant in the marriage, you mm-hmm. know. Like when a guest comes to your home, you're super nice to them, you know. You give them water, you give them everything. And then your husband or wife could say, why don't you give me water? Why don't you do these things for me? I think we take each other for granted, too. So right. trying to remember how we are with visitors or strangers in our home or anywhere relaying that same kindness to your spouse goes a long way as well yeah and and i think that's what creates the hurt Mm -hmm. and that hurt becomes anger yeah if it's not dealt with right like if you keep it inside you're it's going to turn to anger and bitterness and then anger of course you know leads to to bitterness Mm -hmm. there's a scripture in ephesians chapter 4 verses 31 and 32 it says get rid of all bitterness rage and anger brawling and slander along with every form of malice be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as in christ god forgave you and and i think that's probably marriages is the one place that this is not practice as often as it should be mm-hmm. yeah it's because it's hard yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you expect so much from your spouse but at the same time are you giving that mm-hmm. same expectation or whatever it is you want from your spouse are you doing it for them so i think if we examine ourselves first that would help yeah yeah because you know it, i think we can easily forgive a co-worker mm-hmm. you know and or a friend or a friend a family member maybe <laughs> <laughs> and you know as your children yeah it's easy to it, forgive them and easy to forgive mom dad you know it, it's and I, I i shouldn't say easily but it's easier yeah it can be easier than your spouse than your spouse yes uh, because like you said it's probably the expectation you're expecting your spouse not to hurt you just expecting so much from them in general it's not it's not good it's unrealistic yeah and and i think that that type of negative emotion that you are hurt and you don't talk about it then it becomes a problem because then it leads to anger yeah because maybe the spouse doesn't know what you're upset about right you should ask them, you know, why are you upset? What did I do? Or you and should tell them, tell you know, them. you made, you did this. Yeah. And I didn't like it. You know, it's, I didn't appreciate this or, you know, however, uh, but. Hopefully that'll help. Yeah. It, because sometimes then, it doesn't. At least you can address it. Yeah. You start and, the conversation. Yes. And then uh, the most important part of all of this is uh, to ask for forgiveness and then to forgive yeah, I think when you enter it with humility, like I was wrong, I'm sorry, how can I change or what can I do? Instead of attacking, 
coming into it angry and well you did this you did that and pointing and blame come at it the other angle yeah the bible yeah. says don't repay evil for evil mm -hmm. and unfortunately in many marriages uh, a husband does something and the wife retaliates the wife does something and the husband retaliates and they're mm -hmm. paying evil for evil and that's producing that anger that is the hurt the anger that is turning into bitterness i think asking your spouse also what they don't like you know if your husband doesn't like you nagging then don't do it <laughs> it's yeah. hard not to i realize it's hard not to nag or you know why can't you help more with this or take out the trash or do this and that just do it yeah. do it yourself eventually they'll catch on and the wife the same thing you know i think if the husband also relates to the wife because i understand husbands maybe in general will not like they internalize everything they keep it inside they bottle it up but maybe sharing once in a while even if at the risk of her getting mad you know i didn't like that you did this or you embarrassed me in front of such and such person or something that you know if you don't address it's going to get worse right and and that's where emotions come in. Mm -hmm. You know, we get married for for that emotion. We feel love. in love. Yeah. And and now we have these negative emotions that are being bottled up and and growing. Yeah. Uh, within us, and, and there's only so much that that we can hold on to. Well, they're both strong emotions. Yeah, yeah. Because eventually you're you're going from bitterness, and then you're moving to to other areas uh, where where there's unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned, you know, we, we begin to retaliate against each other. And um, then the, the problem with that is that eventually we can get to a point where, you know, it, it's like the emotion, the, the positive emotion of love is not at the forefront anymore. Right. It's now on the back burner somewhere. Right. And at the forefront of it is bitterness. Yeah. You know, anger, you know, the take taking care of number one yeah because we're selfish by nature mm -hmm. we think of ourselves first i think what helped me over the years was praying about it first mm. not just voicing it first and then praying i learned okay lord how, what do i do here yeah. help me and my prayer changed from touch him tell him deliver him <laughs> change him to okay how can i be better how can i let him know or not know. Do you want me to say anything? Do you not want me to say anything? And it comes with maturity too. As you get older, you know, yeah, it just helps you in that communication part. And, and you know, the Bible says the truth will set you free. You will know the truth, and it will set you free. And there's a lot of, I think, miscommunication that creates these anger or these negative emotions in marriages is you know the husband can say something completely innocent and between him saying it and the wife hearing it it can take on like a whole different meaning like that song by the police uh like every breath you take or you know every move you make i'll be there watching you the stalker song <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but yeah. but the author 
of the song they didn't intend anything like that it wasn't negative at all it was more like he was adoring her he just wants to watch her remove right I mean back then we didn't take it like that it was like a love song right now it's considered a stalker song (laughs) according to our kids yeah and and I think that's that's what happens sometimes in, in in marriages and in relationships is that you know the wife can say something and the husband hears you know an attack you know and I think that we need to be able to to speak truth clearly. Also, clearly. you, you need yeah. to speak clearly and directly, mm-hmm. and not just um, beating around the bush. Don't be double tongued. But at the same time, you don't want to always be saying something and nagging and talking under your breath and complaining, because that drives a person away too. If right. they know that's all you're going to do is complain and put them down. You're not going to have very many conversations. Yeah. Like, why try if you're just going to be negative and complain? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you give up. You give up and you say, well... And the the dangerous part of it is that you begin to see your spouse in a certain way. And that it doesn't change maybe for a long time. And it's that, you know, when you just put them in a box and you think... That's just the way they are. They're never going to change. Why even say this? Why even try? Why even buy them a gift? Why even, you know, why even mention it? Because right. I know how she's going to react. I know how he's going to react. And, and I think that stems in fear. Yeah. It, it comes from fear, not, not being able to uh, communicate. Maybe the first conversation, uh, there was a misinterpretation. And now you don't want to say it anymore because you don't want to go down that same road again. Or just being tired. Right. Yeah. Like, it's being tired of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've you felt like this and you just don't want to address it anymore. Mm-hmm. And and that's where, um, again, negative emotions come in. There's, there's anger. There's bitterness. And now it's difficult to, to communicate because of fear. Well, there's a reason that scripture says that. We have to bring down every thought into God, Christ's captivity. Just bring it down. Mm-hmm. And we have to have the mind of Christ because that's where a lot of the, the battles take place in our mind. Right. If we don't submit those to Christ, and that's where we live in that battleground and we don't get out of it. And we fight and we fight and we don't even know why. We're angry all day, we're bitter, but because in our heads... We've been fighting our day. We've been fighting and arguing. Well, you know, and, and it happens because, the like the Bible says, it, it's our own evil desires. Yeah. That we can't blame anyone. Yeah, it's, no. it's ourself. <clears throat> yeah. Like you said, we're selfish. And in marriage, there's really no room for selfishness. No. It, it's, you're a team. You're, you have to become one. You have to be together. And you have to learn how to communicate and overcome that fear. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, figure a way to communicate with one another. You know, I mean, you should know something that your spouse likes, so maybe buying it for them, mm-hmm. kind of melting, melting them down, like so that they can put their guard down. Right. Not a bad motive, not a hidden motive or agenda, but just kind of extending an olive branch. Right. And. I think, as we said earlier, we get married for this strong emotion, love, and then 
hurt, pain, anger, bitterness. And, you know, ultimately it leads to fear and insecurity. And and that's where really it, you're you're in danger because, again, all these negative emotions are growing that you are in danger of you know, missing out on, on love and, and a future together that could be, that could be incredible. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that there is no fear in love. Right. You know, so if you have love for one another, you shouldn't be afraid of each other. But even if maybe a person out there is saying, oh, I don't, I don't love him. I don't have that love. At one point they did though. Right. You know, at some point mm-hmm. they had love for each other mm-hmm. and that's why they, they got together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they didn't get together because someone forced them. At least mm-hmm. not in our, not in our country, not in our culture. Yeah, you know people make choices. It's not an arranged marriage, right? Yeah. And and they felt that connection. They felt that love. But when you moved in together, when you started living together, when you were married, and then you started living together, then you started to see each other's flaws, right? And, Their true self, right? And if you mm-hmm. see each other's flaws and you feel offended or you don't like it anymore, again, you have to communicate. Yeah, it's a commitment. Right. Cause An agreement that you made for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. It didn't say only when things are good or, you know, he's still Mr. Perfect or she's right. Miss Perfect. Right. But you have to be mature about it, too. Yeah. Again, because life happens. Mm-hmm. Life happens. And when life happens... It, it brings hurt. Yeah. It brings pain. Maybe he lost a job. Maybe she lost a job. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't have the the amount of money, the financial security that you're hoping for. Maybe you come from a home where financial security w- was strong, and, mm-hmm. and and now you resent your spouse mm-hmm. because you don't have that same environment in your own home. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're working, you're providing, you're right. doing this, you're doing that. Yeah. And, and I think that's where... Uh, then the lack of communication creates that fear. Well, you know, I can't tell her this or I can't tell him this. Uh, But the Bible says that perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. So when we fear each other in a marriage, subconsciously we're thinking, if I let my husband know or if I let my wife know about this, there's going to be some type of retaliation, some punishment that comes back to us. Yeah, they don't want the other person mad. Right. So they'd rather not go there. And that's exactly what fear is. Mm-hmm. It, because it, there's a, there's, it's associated with punishment. Mm-hmm. And in love, there is no punishment. Yeah, there shouldn't be anyway. <laughs> there shouldn't yeah. be fear. Well, I mean, perfect love, the, the right. real love. Yeah. You know, it, there isn't fear in that. Yeah, there shouldn't be. And if you have fear is because somehow you have filled yourself with more negative emotions than with the positive ones. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for us as believers is the word of God, mm-hmm. you know, what the Bible tells us. Everything we need to know and to be successful in our marriages, really, you can find it in scripture. Yeah, we should anyway. That yeah. should be our foundation. Mm hmm our basis for everything always go to scripture and what does god say about it the bible further says that the one who fears is not made perfect in love right if you fear love is not at the forefront yeah. of your relationship yeah there's something wrong there 
Right. Something needs to be tweaked. I know we know people who, yeah, we see that. They don't mm-hmm. say anything because the spouse will get upset or, you know, whatever, which is kind of sad. But yeah. Or they want to hide it or, you know, the kids got a low grade in school and one of the parents doesn't want the other one to find out because, you know, they're going to snap. Right. That, that's not love. You know, there, there's... It, it. Well, hiding is never right. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Because eventually it comes out. Everything comes out to the light, to the surface. So what we tell our kids often is, okay, you can do it, but I don't know, somehow we, we just always find out. Yep. Either the Lord like prompts us something. Something's different. Something happened, we see it in their face, you know, they're acting different, they're talking different. And if you're a, a hands-on parent, you know, you're there, you see them every day, you know that, okay, something's different, what's up, what's wrong? Yeah. So hiding with a spouse is never, it's never good. Yeah. And, then and you see it in the other areas of your marriage and your life. Yeah. And if you have children, don't allow your children to split you up either. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because that, that is probably the worst thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the we've always believed that, you know, our children at some point in their life are going to betray us. And, you know, again, I have to make this disclaimer. We're, we don't mean it in a negative sense. Yeah, I would use a better word. They're just going to fall in love with someone else, yeah, just it, like it, we did. Eventually, they're going to they're gonna love someone else That's more than normal. they love you. Yes, and everything you did for them, yeah. it's like it never happened. Yeah, They're going to be their screensaver. They're going to be yeah. their <laughs> everything. But, but we did it. Right. You know, and eventually our children will do that. Right. But it's the, it's it should happen. Yes. You should want that. Yes. You know, and your children will leave. Yeah. And they're going to fall in love with someone and they're going to leave and they're mm-hmm. going to have their own home. Mm-hmm. So if you allow your mm-hmm. children right now to divide you, at some point when they leave, you're going to have to deal with that. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's where a lot of marriages fall apart mm-hmm. is that now that they don't have their children holding them together, mm-hmm. they just fall mm-hmm. apart. Yeah. They never knew each other. Right. It's like they have to get to know each other all over again. Yeah. And, and that's where. And that's you know, if they want to. Right. And a lot of them, you know, that's when they give up. Right. Like, you know, who is we, this person? I don't know who they are. Yeah, I'm leaving. Like, I have nothing in common with them anymore, you know. Which I, is devastating, not just to the spouse, but to the children. Because mm-hmm. the children can be 30 years old. And if their parents are divorcing. It's still devastating. It is. Because they expect their parents to be together forever. Yeah. Because then you have the holidays and birthday parties. And, and the grandkids. You know, celebrations. And mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. deal with two different, you know, households, right. you know. Yeah. It's, it's already enough that you have two sets of grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, his and hers. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And then now you're adding, mm-hmm. you know, you're dividing those. Even more. Even more. It's even and more it, work. Yeah, it, it just, mm. I think it, it can be avoided, you know, by understanding, you know, why did we get together? You were in love. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't an accident. You were really in love. You know, it's, mm-hmm. that's how you got started. You were really in love and you've allowed negativity to fill your heart in such a way that now it. Love is not uh, at the forefront anymore. Right. 
it, it's in the back in the back burner somewhere you know and 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 I know it because many many couples that have done that they've always this is one of the things that they say well I'll always love him mm-hmm. he's the father of my children right I'll always love her she's the mother of my children but not enough to stay together and, and that's because negativity mm-hmm. outweighed the positive effects of love well and also I think if someone cheated on the other or something really bad happened, you know, that's another story. But maybe those negative emotions are coming from that. Like people we've mm-hmm. counseled over the years, you know, that's, it's not impossible to get through that, but they both have to want to do it. Right. They have to both want to stay in the marriage, you right. know. Amazingly, infidelity is not at the top of, the causes for divorce which i say amazingly because you know that's it's a pretty big it's a pretty big deal mm-hmm. and amazingly financial problems are at the top that's number one yeah and, and i again i say amazingly because mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with with emotions mm-hmm. you know it has nothing to do with how we feel for each other mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that's where the selfishness outweighs the togetherness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, negative emotions can come from so many things. But we're told to rejoice in the Lord always. And to rejoice in your trials. Yes. To endure them. And you need each other to be able to make mm-hmm. it through life. It, it, and life is difficult. Learning to dance in the fire, mm-hmm. like the three Hebrew boys, yes. it's ideal. Mm-hmm. Not always attainable. But I think that's what maybe the Lord wants us to do. And the good and the bad, the ups and downs is that we continue to go forward and just have that peace. Even if you don't feel like you have joy in your trials mm-hmm. or whatever you're going through, yeah. that we just keep moving forward. And it, it command the Bible commands us be anxious for nothing, right? But in everything through prayer and petition. And that's the hard part to yeah. not be anxious about anything. And, and I think that our anxiety also uh, silences our prayer. Yeah, because now there's all kinds of anxiety: social anxiety and dental anxiety and. There's anxieties for everything, which is understandable. Yes, there could be, but when that's stronger than God's peace, and yeah. it could lead to even more negative emotions and bitterness. Mm-hmm. It says it in everything, but prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, but often if you're anxious do that. about something, right? You know, pray. Yeah, pray. <laughs> Go give it to God. Yeah, but we don't do that a yeah. lot often. Yeah, and that's where the problem is. is yeah. It's not each other. No. It's our lack of communication with God, lack number of prayer, one. Yeah. And, you know, if if I'm anxious about, you know, my wife going to work because something may happen, then give that to God. Present yeah. it to God. If I'm anxious because my husband's going to work and something, mm-hmm. give that to God. If I'm anxious about my bills, my children, whatever it may be, with prayer, the Bible says, by prayer and petition. Yeah. So let God know what, what you're going through. And then the Bible says, and the peace of God that surpasses understanding will guard your heart and your minds right. in Christ Jesus. But we have to do that first step. Right. We can't have the peace 
without the prayer. Right. And mm-hmm. the danger of not doing that is that we fill ourselves up with negativity. Yeah, that's a, a lot of danger there. Yeah. Because we're not obeying God's word and just praying. Yeah. And if we fill ourselves with negativity, then eventually we will wake up and say, I don't love this person next to me anymore. Yeah. I mean, if you keep doing that over and over, right. it, you're gonna, it's going to happen. Right. So don't do that. <laughs> well, easier said than done. But no, I think you can help each other out too. Help your spouse. You know, what can you we pray about or what can I do? You know, just be sensitive to the other one, to your spouse. Yeah. And, and but again, I, I think sometimes you have to like encourage and challenge, you know, the, the weaker one or, you know, it, because that, that's going to change. It, you know, you're, you're going to you're going to take times, you know, where, where I'm weak in an area. And mm-hmm. you're going to have to challenge me in those mm-hmm. areas. Yeah. There'll be times when you're weak in an area and I will have to challenge you mm-hmm. in those areas. And, and, and by challenge, you mean? Uh, like not let you be there. Right. Don't let a, the other person stay there too long. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I uh, remember one time you're, I don't know, it was one after one of the kids was born and I just didn't want to go anywhere. I don't know. Maybe it was postpartum. And you're like, no, we're going. We're going. Like just getting out of the house and being out yeah. and about. Yeah, we, we had to take our kids to my yeah. mom's and you said, no, no, that's just it. I said, nope, we're doing this. You know, it's not, it wasn't to our benefit for you to remain in that situation. Right. You know, and and, and again, this this is where you have to know each other mm-hmm. and, and not be afraid of each other. Uh, you know, but but do it so that for the betterment of the relationship mm-hmm. of the marriage. Right. So, but you know, again, the danger of the negative emotions is that eventually those negative emotions outweigh the real one, the reason why you were married. Right. That emotion of love. The positive side of why you said I do. Right. <laughs> and you're going to have a lot of, a lot of reasons yeah. A lot of daily, situations. Daily, sometimes. Hmm? And a lot of situations on yeah. a daily basis. Oh, yeah. Where life, life is not. Where you want to attack your spouse, where you yeah. want to just go at them. Because yeah. who, else, who else is around you a lot, often, every day? Mm-hmm. It's your spouse. Yeah. So you go at them because you take each other for granted, one, you know, mm-hmm. but also just because they're there, you know, they're yeah. easy attack and we shouldn't do that it's wrong right so guard your heart guard Mm -hmm. each other and remember why you are married and pray pray first and if you don't feel it it, because again there's gonna be times when you don't feel in love yeah that's that's natural that's okay yeah yeah but you have to make yourself Mm -hmm. you know it's well, you can't make yourself love. Well, love is in action. What do you mean make yourself? Like you, you have to remind yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like make yourself remember. Remember, yes. And make yourself, you know, be in that situation again. Right. You know, because right. whatever it is, it's mm-hmm. temporary. Right, it'll pass, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, is temporary. So you cannot make, you can't make permanent decisions out of those temporary situations. Right. 
It's a season. It'll pass. Mm -hmm. It's just a storm. So make yourself remember Remember, why you are together. Right. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's helped us, you know. Hopefully it'll help others. Well, again, thank you so very much for listening to Together with Dr. J and Ruby. Make sure that you let your friends know, family, post it on your social media, share our feeds, share our website, togetherjoined.com. Sharing is caring. Yes. Uh, So if you can go and send us a message through there and we'd be more than happy to respond and um, get to know who our listeners are. Let us know where you're listening from too. Yeah, if you have a prayer request, we can help pray as well. And rate our podcast. Yes. So once again, I am Dr. J, and this is Ruby. And we want to thank you for joining us today, and we will talk again next week. Be blessed. <laughs>